0: Good evening, high school football fans. This is High School Football America for September 10th, 2015. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of High School Football America and HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Games are already underway as we kick off the show here tonight, Thursday night football around the country. Keep up with it by checking out our Scoreboards live and searchable presented by our partners at ScoreStream, including our top 25 scoreboard. Only one game in action tonight. Only one team, I should say, in action tonight with one game, which is uh, number 14, South Panola. The Tigers out of Mississippi traveling on the road to take on Madison Central. You can check that out at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com our uh, first in-season poll finally coming out everybody chomping at the bit for that but uh, again as we told you last week on the show the algorithm really doesn't kick in until we get uh, every state into the action and uh, big change at the top as uh, everybody knew that was going to happen De La Salle going down to Uless Trinity in Texas uh, in uh, week one in Texas there as the uh, Spartans number one preseason uh, lost 26-21 they, uh, they tumble from one to number 11, and Allen, the three-time High School Football America national champs. They move back to that spot that they've held except for the preseason poll this year since the end of the 2012 season when they shared the national championship Uh, with uh, John Curtis out of Louisiana. Following the Eagles is uh, Bishop Gorman from Nevada. They're at number two. Corona Centennial at number three from Southern California. We will have Matt Logan on the show, head coach of the Huskies, coming up in just a little bit. Matt been there a long time, 19th year, looking for his 200th victory tonight. Huskies number three in the poll, DeMatha. What a start they've had to the season, knocking off preseason number four, Miami Central from Florida, and then last week going to Florida and knocking off American Heritage from Plantation. So the Stags move from their preseason 21 all the way up to four, and number five from Florida is St. Thomas Aquinas. Check out the entire top 25 rankings at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com with the uh, in-season poll. The first one out, we're also back to doing our composition polls, uh, compilation polls, if you will. Bishop Gorman is number one in the compilation poll, followed by St. Thomas Aquinas, Corona Centennial, St. John Bosco, and DeMatha tied in the fourth spot. St. John Bosco, big game this week in Oregon against the two-time defending 6A champs in Oregon, uh, Central Catholic, and Allen is number six in the compilation poll. See it all by going to highschoolfootballamerica.com. Great show for you tonight. Lots of action on it. As I said, Matt Logan will be on, uh, take a little bit of time right here to uh, talk about what we're going to do in relationship to the horrific incident in Texas. I know there's a lot of circumstances. A lot of things are being said now. Was there a racial slur used? Uh, The players definitely attacked. They they targeted an official and uh, took him down, and uh, now it's just blown up. Uh, Ten million uh, YouTube views of the video. You can see the video in the stories at highschoolfootballamerica.com. The uh, police chief in Marble Falls, Texas, was supposed to hold a news conference today. They scheduled it, and then they said they weren't going to do it they said there was no new information prosecutor is involved right now looking at uh, the two players from john jay high school out of san antonio that hit the official they have been suspended and now the prosecutor is looking at everything and doing the interviews to see whether charges will be filed i have a good friend back in pennsylvania who's a long time official in pennsylvania with a pi he also has over 20 years of law enforcement experience his name is kevin labar and kevin's going to join us to kind of put everything in perspective here. Uh, uh, and, and most importantly, the, uh, the 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 relationship between players and officials. It's it's got to work for the game to work. And uh, Kevin's got some great insight. He will join us a little bit later in the show to talk about what happened in Texas and just kind of give uh, fans that don't really understand it. A lot of fans, uh, you know, you, you see them in the striped shirts. You see the whistles. Uh, not very often do you give them a hey, good call, unless the call goes your way. Mostly uh, the 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 zebras get uh, those uh, those shouts from the stands. And Kevin and we'll kind of put that uh, job into perspective. It's a job that they do for the love of the game. No one's getting rich doing it. They all have day jobs. They officiate uh, because uh, maybe they need the extra money. Some just love the game, and uh, Kevin Labar will join us to talk about that. And then a great story at the end. Uh, We're going to be joined by Trey and Drew Gibbs from Alaska. We go anywhere to find a good story. And uh, Trey, who is the uh, father of Drew, who plays for the Soldotna Stars, contacted me back in august his son uh was the uh the uh, mvp offensive mvp in the medium schools uh division last year in alaska and in the first game he blew out his knee acl tear and uh You know, not a lot of players go from Alaska to uh, college, let alone the NFL. There's only two players that have gone on to the NFL, and you can see that story at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com that we wrote. Uh, Mark Schlereth, who uh, played for, uh, let's see, the Broncos and the Redskins for 12 years as a lineman, who's now an ESPN analyst, Uh, probably the best name out of the two. And uh, anyway, Trey contacted me. Uh, Drew's season uh, completely wiped out. He is now uh, coaching the team, and we're going to have Trey and Drew come on here and talk. About uh, the blog they're writing called A Family Affair that uh, chronicles how uh, things uh, were going for him, uh, for Drew, and, and how he had some college offers, uh, one from the reigning NCAA Division II champs, Colorado State Pueblo. Uh, but uh, the good news is, even though the knee is gone, the season is over, uh, the good news is the scholarships are there. He uh, is Went, underwent surgery today that you can read about at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Dr. James Andrews, the orthopedic surgeon to so many uh, stars in the uh, the professional sports world, did the surgery. Trey uh, writes about how he was able to find Dr. Andrews and um, and then uh, wing his way from Alaska to Florida. Had to have the surgery today. And uh, you can read about that at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. So we're going to have uh, Trey and Drew on the show. We taped the interview uh, last week. Uh, they left for Florida earlier this week. So uh, a little bit of a delay here. But, uh, you know, the bottom line is it's a great story, of father and son's journey through the game of high school football. want to uh, bring in our partners right now, starting with uh, Echo 1612. Yes, Echo 1612 will give you instant replay on your sidelines. They're the creators of it. They... Hey, they're the leaders. Everybody's following. You can get instant replay on your sidelines eight seconds after the play is finished using your end zone and up-top cameras on the press box. And uh, great cost-effective way to have an edge on your opponents. It was made by coaches for coaches. Everybody's trying to figure out what they did right. And uh, they did a lot right. You can do this without uh, Wi-Fi connection, cellular connection, or a data plan. Echo sixteen twelve dot com. Also brought to you tonight by Crossover. Crossover with a K. Crossover dot com forward slash football for your five free minute demo. They will break down your game film for you, whether it's your film or the scouting uh, that you're going to be doing for your upcoming opponent. They do it all for you, and they do it cleanly and concisely. They tag it all. It's all there. It saves you. Time and money, coaches, you know how much time you spend breaking down game film. You've, you've heard the significant other saying, where are you? The kids are like, where's dad? Uh, you can save some time and get back to the house by using crossover.com forward slash football crossover with a K. Also brought to you tonight by USA Today, High School Sports USA Today. HSS.com, great partner with us uh, jumping on board. We give them the two-minute drill each and every Tuesday and Thursday, plus the two-minute drill throughout the week. They have been the leaders for the last uh, three decades in uh, the Super 25, and we just have a great relationship, sharing content back and forth. Check them out, USA Today HSS.com, and we already mentioned Scorestream. Check out the scoreboards throughout the night, throughout the weekend, to get the score from your favorite team. And hey, why don't you score along when you're at a game? Get the app in the uh, the Google Play Store and at the iTunes Store. Scorestream.com is how you can do that. All right, taking our first break. When we come back, Corona Centennial Football. That's the topic. We're going to talk with Matt Logan, head coach of the Huskies, when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coach You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors, and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, Extra Large, founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website, and in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover.com dot com forward slash football high school sports fans check out USA Today high school sports America's leading platform for high school football the super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance all USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades be sure to check out USA Today HSS.com the best in the game for everything high school football this portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Check out the Super 25 at usatodayhss.com. And speaking of the USA Today Super 25. We're going to talk about one of the top teams in the poll as of uh, the latest rankings, ranked number three. Actually, they're number three in the high school football America algorithm rankings as well, Corona Centennial. Everybody knows the, the guys up north here in California, De La Salle, uh, as one of the top programs. But for my money, after uh, moving out here in 2012, watching Corona Centennial play, boy, Matt Logan has done a wonderful job with the Huskies. And once again, this year, they're on the brink coming into this season, uh, program with nine cif southern section titles they won the pac five title last year one of the toughest in the country to win Advanced to uh, the state championship game as everybody knows out here in california not a true state championship bracket but they've been to that uh, title game five times in nine years with one championship there i I could go on and on and let's get coach in here to talk about uh, what he's been able to build in corona welcome to the show coach
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate you having
0: me on. Sure, and and you know it's kind of funny as you start running through those numbers, especially with programs like yours. You always wonder what coaches think about because you know obviously when you take over as a head coach, you're thinking, well, I, I hope we have some success. I hope we win a ring here or there, and 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 wow, some great numbers there for you. As you listen to those numbers, what what came to your mind? Anything?
1: Uh, you know, it's it's it really is. Uh, it, until I hear them or see them, it, it doesn't you know really seem it's kind of surreal to be honest with you. It's uh, until, uh, you know, somebody puts it in print or I hear it or something It doesn't even, you know, it's just part of us, you know, doing our business, I guess, you know, at this point, you know, just preparing one week at a time and then all that stuff just kind of piled up.
0: Yeah, and piled up in a big way. Matt Logan on the line, head coach at uh, Corona Centennial here in Southern California. Just a, a, a great program. And, um, you know, Coach, once again this year, uh, and I saw you over at the Santa Margarita you know, uh, scrimmage, and we talked about this. Uh, you guys do not duck anybody during the non-league portion of your schedule, and I know you credit a lot of that uh, toward the, the postseason when you get there. So uh, tell the, the listeners a little bit about your philosophy when it comes to playing a non-league schedule that's as good, as good as they come.
1: Well, yeah, you definitely want to be challenged as early as possible. That's just the way your team's going to grow and develop. And, you know, having to have that two-minute drive at the end of the game to win it, having to make the play, you know, or defensive stop uh, in the last, you know, end of the game and those type of things. But just stressing your kids into, into those types of situations. So when it kind of happens at the end of the year, you're prepared. You've, you've experienced that before. We all practice it, but it's not quite the same. Nothing's, nothing's like our real live game reps.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's for sure. Uh, opening uh, wins in in the 2015 season against uh, East out of Utah. Uh, huge win over Sarah last week in the uh, the Honor Bowl in Oceanside. And you've got Orange Lutheran from the Trinity League coming up here uh, Friday. You're going for your 200th win. We'll talk about those things in a second. But uh, let, let's kind of talk about uh, the, the early going and maybe how it relates to last year. Uh, last year, you had uh, Bishop Gorman, a tough loss. Uh, you started one and two last year in 2014. But you guys were were able to rebound and get to the state championship game again uh ha- and i know you've got a lot of talent back but was there some carryover from what you guys were able to kind of come back from last year to get to where you were to to go into 2015 have you seen a benefit from that with the returning uh, starters and, and whatnot
1: absolutely i think that they realize now you know where we're at as a program and we can compete with anybody really on the national stage so i think that that definitely last year's experience definitely played into our our preparation for this season and, and our mindset.
0: Matt Logan on the line tonight, Corona Centennial's head coach here in Southern California. Uh, Matt, I mentioned you, know, you, you pick up the win over a Utah team, you, you pick up a win over Sarah. Uh, last week, one of the top teams here in Southern California, and Orange Lutheran, a team that runs an offense that, that can give you kind of fits and all that. Tell me a little bit about what you've done this week, uh, you know, without talking about Orange Lutheran, but what you've done to bring the guys off of a big win against Sarah and, and get them ready for another team that, that will challenge you. What, have you. what have you talked to the kids about?
1: Well, I know it's cliche in the in the uh, coaching world but you know in the sports ball basically but they're one week at a time honestly each week has its different challenges uh not just the opponent per se but <laughs> different things on campus whether it be you know somebody get in trouble or grades or there's always something you know so each week has its own challenges and uh, we really just honestly play one week at a time and prepare for our opponent one week at a time we try to get you know look at the game from the previous week find the areas that, you know, we need to improve on and, and work on those and at the same time uh, get prepared for a game this week.
0: And, and you know, let's throw in now the uh, the Orange Lutheran offense. Uh, Chuck Peterson uh, coached at Air Force for a long time. He, he's he got an offense there that, that makes your scout team uh, maybe work a little harder to try and <laughs> imitate what you're going to face uh, this week from a defensive standpoint. How difficult is it to prepare for this Olu offense?
1: It really is difficult, especially for us as being a spread offense. You know, we only we only have one running back and, and they have three and then you throw on a tight end or two in there, so we're asking our little slot receivers to to get a three point stance and, and block like a tight end for scout teams. so it definitely makes it tough <laughs> to prepare and you know, they do a good job and they got some really good athletes and uh it is definitely a challenge and they you know, they've scoring points, they've done a good job of that in the first previous games and so uh against good teams, so we need to we need to play, be at our best Friday night in order to get a win.
0: Talking to Matt Logan tonight on High School Football America, brought to you by USA Today, uh, talking about their game with Olu coming up and a couple of other things here. Um, Let's get some of the names of the kids in here. You guys have, obviously, talent back on offense. You're you're scoring points like you always do. Uh, Anthony Catalano is now the uh, full-time quarterback after rotating last year. Uh, Javon McKinley, a great receiver. J.J. Taylor. Uh, Talk about balancing all of those weapons and, and how you feel you've been able to do that in the first two games and what you like about those three kids specifically. And then we'll get into your line and whatnot.
1: Yeah, Anthony Anthony from this year to last year is such a different complete player. You know, he understands the offense completely. It's his, it's his team. He's got it under control, and he's done a great job with that. And, uh, you know, Javon is Javon. He's one of the top receivers in the country. Uh, he's obviously a tremendous player. And on top of that, he's a, he's a great student, you know, a 4.0 student, and just a very hardworking kid. So, you know, we know he's going to draw a lot of attention. From defenses, which he has, you know, especially after last year with the breakout season he had, and JJ is just a special running back. He's an incredible player, incredible athlete. Uh, every every carry, is, he runs like it's his last carry. He's always hungry, looking for that extra yard, inch, whatever the case may be. He, he despite his size and and and, and his, you know, his five foot six hundred fifty pounds, you know, he's just he's amazing, absolutely amazing, and how hard he runs and how difficult he is to bring down, you know. And it, what's what's nice about having a You know, those three guys, it's opened up opportunities for other guys. So, Samantha Bonner, who was a backup running back last year, has come in and played receivers and done a really good job. And Cameron Jackson, who was our third-leading receiver, this year actually has more catches than anybody right now. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. we've been able to spread the ball around a little bit. But, you know, having those big three, you know, know that they're going to get the ball. The other two, the three guys are getting the ball quite a bit.
0: You know, uh, being, as I said, new to Southern California, only been out here three years, it does seem like you guys literally have that kind of reload mentality. T- tell the listeners a little bit about how how you're able to see this talent. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming a great feeder system and all that, but, but how are you able to find such great offensive skilled players year in and year out?
1: You know, we don't really have a feeder system. California operates a little differently than most other states. There really isn't a there's not a junior high football program that, that, that feeds in. There's a city football program that it feeds to all four high schools in our in our city and, and plus there's other programs that compete for kids in our city at the youth level. So it doesn't really work like that. it's mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, you get who you get and you know we're pretty fortunate we do get our fair share of athletes and uh also, you know, we think that uh, you know, when kids get in here we do a good job of developing and we make the uh the average player is good, the good player is great, and the, and the great player is elite. So we feel like we, we bring them up to skill level or two. And, uh, end up, and you know, that's over a four-year commitment to, from us to them to, uh, to make them better players.
0: Talk a little bit about your staff. Uh, I'm assuming you've got a lot of guys there that have been there for a while. That's that's part of what you just talked about there, getting the coaching and getting those kids to that next level. Tell me a little bit about your staff and how integral they are into your success.
1: Oh, tremendous, tremendous success. That's one of the things people always ask me, what's what's one of the reasons for your success? And I said, well, first and foremost is the stability of our staff. I mean, we've got coaches that have been with me since the beginning, and this is uh, my 19th year, and most of our coaches have been on staff for a minimum of eight years. You know, we seem to add one or two every year, and we don't lose too many. But uh, So we've got very stable coaching staff, which I think helps. We all understand each other. We understand our expectations. And then the second thing is our kids. I mean, they come in. Expecting to win, expecting to compete, expecting to you know to work hard and, and do all the things it takes to be successful. And, and to give them credit, they they understand that and they come out and they actually do it.
0: And and for a, a program that can put up points, uh, you know, it's all too easy sometimes to forget about those guys up front. We talked about your skill position players. Let's get some kids in here by name that are up front that are that doing the blocking that make sure that you can average those forty plus points per game and sometimes over fifty.
1: Yeah, we got Daniel Wars, who's leader of our, our offensive of line. He's a returning starter, uh, committed to Cal. He's done a real good job. And then Paula Hofuku, who was a returning starter for us last year as a guard, has, has moved over to center and has just really, really developed to do uh, a strong player for us. As a matter of fact, he's been offered by New Mexico and probably have a few other offers coming. A very strong player, very tough. And then, uh, Ian Levi, who was a defensive lineman lineman halfway through last year and then converted to an offensive lineman into playing half the time for us um, on offense is a, is a full-time starter now and uh, is also a long snapper and, and uh, they've, oh, those three have done a really good job
0: Listening to High School Football America tonight, brought to you by USA Today. Matt Logan on the line from Southern California Corona Centennial, number three in the nation in the latest uh, Super 25, and uh, you know, uh, offensive uh, performances get you to that championship game. And as they say, the slogan is "Defense wins it." Uh, what do you have on the defensive side? Some kids that you're counting on to give you that leadership to maybe climb back to that title level?
1: Yeah, we've got three-time, uh, three, three-three-year returning starter Zach Brombal. He was a pack player of the year last year defensively and and as a middle linebacker and just does a tremendous job in places, hard and soul out every night, and uh, leads our team in tackles. Uh, Will be his third year in a row leading us in tackles and a tremendous player, Uh, also a very good student as well as a 4.0 student. He's been offered by Air Force. Um, We also have another three-year starter, which is pretty rare for us to even have one, but we have two, and we have safety, Chachar Uola. Uh, who, who could kind of lead the secondary and play safety for us. Um, just to have the knack to make that big play and has always seemed to be around the football. In addition to those guys, at least in the secondary is probably one of our strongest standpoints. We got corners, Cameron Bynum and Control Love, who are both returning starters. Uh, and are, are seniors now and then just have done a great job for us.
0: Talking with Matt Logan tonight, head coach at Corona Centennial in Southern California. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, uh, Friday night's game against Orange Lutheran. A victory gives you 200 in your career. Uh, you're probably going to use coach speak on that, you know. But you can't use one game at a time in this one. But what does the number mean to you? I mean, it's got to have it's got to have some special meaning, obviously.
1: Uh, again, it's one of those things where it just kind of seems surreal if you'd have told me, you know, 18 years ago that you know, hey, you're going to be going for your 200th win. You know, almost, uh, almost exactly, you know, 18, 19 years from when my my first touching game was is pretty amazing. The date day, is just one day ahead. So, uh, you know, it's it's a milestone, I guess, that that you know that is looked upon as, as a good thing. And, and it could be worse, right? It could be a lost. but uh, you know, it's, it's a great thing. But it, it's it's uh, you know, it's more about the process of getting there and and the people that you know I've got to meet and and be a part of their lives and and and, and continue to be here than what's been more. Rewarding to me by, by any stretch of imagination. It's been, you know, for example, I had a player text me on Sunday. He saw our game on Saturday night and And then actually called me and left me a voicemail And then we texted throughout the week and, and you know former player who played for me in the 2000-2001 to go teams And you know talked about how great it was seeing me on TV and everything. And it's just it's great to hear from those players
0: yeah it's a lot of fun gives you those memories uh and and, and I guess the last question I I've, I've run into this I've been covering high school sports for 40 years at this point and have 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 gotten the, the you know I've been lucky I've talked to a lot of the greatest coaches in the country doing this show and um you know a lot of them had have had, had the opportunity to move up but they've decided to stay at the high school level and coach these kids and and really you know make a difference in, in lives and all that you've had the opportunity to move up what keeps you in the in the high school game and and keeps you there at at Centennial
1: you know, I absolutely love the high school game. I think the the kids are they're they're funny, they're interesting, they're great, they're fun to work with. It keeps I think it keeps us young as coaches. Um, you know, they uh, although their taste in music is absolutely horrible, but that's a whole other <laughs> story. Uh, you know, it's just fun to come to work every day. It really is. You know, to see these kids develop and to see what what opportunities they have. To, to, to make their lives better down the road and, and if football's an avenue that can help them do that, that's great. And also just, you know, the lessons that they learn preparing the sport. I know that what the sport has done for me as a, as a young man when I was growing up and the coaches that I had that that influenced me and be, helped me become the person I am today, you know, I, I hope that I have some small part in that in, in their lives. And, and that's fun. It's just rewarding. As far as Centennial High School, the administration and the school district in general has been so supportive of, of all of all students. in particular with us with football it's been tremendous and we get a lot of support here and a a lot of community support and we're very, very appreciative of it. It It wouldn't be a successful it wasn't for those all those
0: factors being in place yeah it's got to be the complete puzzle there and then the last question going away matt is uh you know obviously the goal is to get back to that championship level we said the pack five is uh you know if, if it's not the toughest in the country it's it's number two and just really it's probably one b um what are some of the things that you've seen in the first two games that need to be improved on the things you have to do to to get 2015 to that you know back to the pack five championship and maybe beyond
1: you know, I think what's amazing about uh, being in this division is, you know, for coming from the previous division, every round, you know, I think our biggest, well, I don't think, I know, our biggest margin of victory was seven points. And we could have easily lost any one of those four games that we won. And I think, you know, one thing we, we noticed coming out is it's just the sheer size of, of the teams we played. We definitely are undersized in comparison to these teams. You know, almost everybody rolls out an offensive line just, that, you know, that, three to four or maybe even five 300 pounders so having to you know to go against and compete against those guys and, and not and not being that size is tough so we really try to come up with ways to combat you know their size and their physicalness and and try to obviously get big ourselves but we can only we can only do so much <laughs> in that regard so you know just trying to figure out ways to scheme a little bit better and, and to to combat some of the sizes, and teams that we we'll just want to play power football and come right after you, you
0: know we got to be prepared for that coach we appreciate you coming on the show we wish you nothing but continued success here in 2015 and i, I can tell you one thing uh, since moving out here uh, uh, when i when i start talking about different people that i've met and know uh, i don't know you all that well but uh, when we talk about the the top classy guys the guys that give back and have not only won but win in the classroom and all that your name is at the top of the list so congratulations good luck on friday night for number 200 and continued success thanks for joining us Take care. I really appreciate that. Very welcome. Taking a break. Coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo instant replay sideline system works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra Bigfoot... Extra Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com that's razor spelled with a u at tdi Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover Intelligence for Football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website. And in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down-and-distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, hss.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Welcome back to High School Football America. This portion of the show brought to you by the... Pre inhibitor by Southern Sport, TDI Razor.com is where you go. Razor with you, TDI Razor, dot com. Use the code HSFA to get a discount on your order. Well, as we said at the top, just uh, lots of buzz uh, and, and not good about what happened in Marble Falls, Texas last week, where two players from San Antonio's John Jay High School targeted an official uh hit him there is now an investigation by the police there could be uh, charges coming from the local prosecutor there the police chief was expected to speak today he said he would not because there's no new news in the case but um We thought we'd kind of put it in perspective because, as I said at the beginning of this show, uh, not many people really understand officials at the high school level. Uh, All have day jobs. They're not making a lot of money. And I have a good friend back in Pennsylvania who's a veteran official with the PIAA and also a 20-year veteran in law enforcement. So I thought, who better than Kevin Labar to come into the show right now? In addition to all that experience, Kevin has played high school football, a very good athlete back in the day and also has been a uh, high school coach, so lots of experience to talk about this situation. Good to have you on the show. How you doing, Kevin?
2: I'm doing very well, Jeff, and how are
0: you? I'm, I'm doing great, as, as you know, and I appreciate you coming on here. And uh, like I said, I think the fact that you have all this background, I think we said before we rolled the tape here, you're kind of a mutt. You have a little bit of everything in your background. Official law enforcement, uh, a football coach, a football player back in the day. So before we kind of really break it down, I just want to get your your you know top of the head thought when you heard about this story, and obviously it's gone national. You don't normally get something from Texas that goes to Pennsylvania, but it's flying around the nation now. What, what were your first thoughts?
2: Uh, a couple people had called me and asked me about it or texted me and asked me if i had seen it yet. And of course, I really don't do the social media thing too often. But, of course, once people had asking you a couple questions about it and what I thought about it, eventually I had to go and Google the, you know, the incident that occurred. And just watching it, I was just almost appalled in a way to actually see what kids could do. Um, just watching the official getting blindsided from the back end and then speared on top. Of it. it was just, uh, you know, one of those heinous acts that you just don't really want to see happen. Um you know, you feel bad for the guy in the family. You know, this this guy, he has a job like most of the rest of us officials. This isn't our primary job. We don't get paid a lot of money to do this, usually about $75 to do a game. <laughs> so we really, you know, we rely on our real jobs. And here's a gentleman who's doing his job just being an official, a little part-time job, having some fun being out there in the field like the rest of us do. Ends up could be getting injured. Now he's losing work, his family's losing income. You know, you look at that part of it and it's really, really sad on that end of it that this actually happened.
0: Kevin Labar is on the line tonight uh, over a decade as a high school football official back in Pennsylvania, part of the PIAA. And, you know, you mentioned something there, Kevin, before we kind of get back into this, but I I think what you made there is a real good point. Uh, You know, officials take a lot of crap. Uh, So do do coaches. We hear it all coming out of the stands. It's getting worse and worse, I think, as the years go on. But um, I I think there's a real problem within the, the, the profession uh, because I, I think a lot of people don't want to go into it because of the money, because of the crap that you take and all that. I mean, have you seen that up in Pennsylvania where guys are just like, you know what? I'm I'm not putting on the striped shirt and taking the whistle anymore.
2: Uh, a lot of people that I, I know, when I started, that were in for like ten, fifteen years, have been getting out of it, and most of it is because of that reason. Uh, they just they're tired of having to deal with it. You know, the stress of everything going on. You know, for the amount of money that you actually make, it's really, really hard to stand on the sidelines and have somebody screaming in your ear for 48 minutes. <laughs> so it becomes a little bit of a problem.
0: Yeah, it does. And like you said, 75 bucks a game. In Louisiana this year, earlier this year, they were going to strike. You know, they finally got a raise of about $5 a game. It's insane. Kevin Labar is a longtime official in Pennsylvania on the line here on High School Football America tonight, also in law enforcement. And uh, before we uh, we uh, kind of got the interview together, Kevin, you and I were talking offline about the, the act itself because you are in law enforcement. And, uh, you know, from your your estimation, you see this as a flat-out assault. Uh, Am I saying that the right way?
2: That would be every sense of the word as an aggravated assault, in my opinion, yes. You know, a simple assault is anything from just touching somebody, you know, in Pennsylvania, crimes code according to the way it is, to once you actually physically assault and hit someone, it becomes an aggravated assault. Plus, it was also premeditated assault, apparently, according to the reports that I've read, I'm not going to go by everything that I read in the media, and I hope you don't think that the wrong way, but...
0: Nope, I get it. <laughs> I really feel
2: that... I really feel it. you know, if that was the way that it was, that it was an assistant coach who told them to go get them, well, now it's pre- premeditated, and it, it, it's every part of an aggravated assault, hmm. whether these are juveniles under the age of 18 or they're 18 years of age, which makes them, you know, eligible to go to prison for it. Um, it was just... A flat-out assault.
0: You know, and and one of the things that, uh, you know, kind of comes to my mind, and I think, you know, this would be good for the listeners. I don't think I've seen anybody else do this in any of the the media outlets so far. And I I actually recognize that as on the uh, – and I've watched a 1,000 games, most of them from the sidelines. So I've seen the interaction between officials and players. And it's always good. It's always friendly. The other night, Thursday night, uh, a tough game. Two big teams here in Southern California. The words were flying, and they were four-letter words. And, you know, that's not supposed to happen. They make mention of that before the game. And the officials just said, hey, guys, come on, calm down here. You know what the rules are. You know, they didn't go in and say, hey, you're out of here. You just dropped the F-bomb or whatever. But I, I give this as a backdrop to give you the opportunity to talk about your interaction as an official and the players. Can you kind of explain that for people? You know, it, it, it's a pretty – it's a symbiotic relationship, right? I mean, the two of you have to get along when you're out there. And, and 99.9% of the time it's good. Would you would you kind of give people what happens out there as you interact with the players?
2: Uh, exactly. Exactly. It. You have to. You have to work together. You know. I understand being an athlete, playing the game, and understanding how the heat of the moment can get to you at that particular time. You know, I've been in those situations where the kids are in now, so I go with my past experiences and basically just, guys, come on now, let's take it easy. We understand what's going on. We happen this. you know, it's basically if you take a proactive approach and you talk to the kids, it really goes a long way. Just throwing flags doesn't really solve the problem. It kind of makes it a little bit worse because then you start having the fans coming in and the coaches going in. Whereas if you just pull the kids aside and you talk to them, it's a lot easier. It makes the game a little better. They understand that you're watching what's going on. You're not appreciating what's going on. But in the same sense, you're also treating them like the person and letting them at least vent their frustrations to you and not the opposing players, coaches, or anybody else. I've had plenty of players just come up to me and just start venting. And I let them vent and let them talk. And you know what? It really makes them feel a little better. It makes everything a little easier for myself and the other coaches. So it makes a a better game overall if you just let them happen. Again, like I said, being a player, I've been in those situations. I've been that hot-headed person at that moment where all of a sudden just everything boils to a point and you just you know say things, maybe – you know, I don't really do anything, but mostly you would say something, and you you think about it afterwards, and you're like, oh, no, this is going to get me in trouble with the coach or referees. Mm-hmm. And then you have a, a coach or a referee come up to you to throw them around you and say, I understand what's going on. Let's just relax a little bit. Let's take it easy. Next thing you know, everything goes a lot smoother.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. And, I, and, and you're right. I think I, we've all been in that case being athletes. You know, the, the verbal comes. I think it's what's what's made this so incredible is the, the level that it went to. I, I would assume you've never felt unsafe in any situations. Like you said, you, you get the venting, but you've never as an official in these 10 years ever felt uh, anything like this, right? I, I'm assuming that's the case.
2: Well, you do get it, but believe it or not, it's not from the players or the coaches. (laughs) Actually, by the fans. Got it. You know, it's like, I'll see you in the parking lot, and I'll wait for you in the parking lot. And, you know, you're always apprehensive as to what's going to happen because society is just unstable at times. And, you know, people, you just really don't know what's going on. But most of the time, it's just the heat of the moment, even with the fans. And afterwards, they'll walk by and they'll say hi to you as you're going out to your vehicle like nothing ever happened. So it's just at the heat of the moment you have these situations and cooler heads prevail, which is what we're supposed to be as the officials. Mm-hmm. We're the cooler heads, we're the ones who are supposed to take control, calm the situation down, make everything the way it's supposed to be. And it works out very well. So yeah, in an essence, yes, I've had a couple of those times, but overall it's very, very minor compared to the amount of events that I've been in.
0: Hey, I would say
2: a w- maybe like the half a percent.
0: Yeah, well, you know, if this wasn't such a serious situation, we are good friends, folks who are listening out there. I would make fun and just say you're a bad official, but I I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to kind of aggravate this. <laughs> Kevin LaVar is on the line on High School Football America tonight. A good friend of mine, a, a PIAA official back in Pennsylvania over a decade of doing it. And as he said, no one makes a lot of money doing it. It's it's for the love of the game and, and uh, 20 years in law enforcement as well, so Kevin knows what he's speaking about. And let's kind of have you kind of put on that, uh, you know, the, the law enforcement hat here a little bit because, uh, again, before we started rolling tape here, you were saying, you know, there, there's a certain way that this needed to to kind of take place the way this was supposed to be vetted out, no matter how awful it is, there are systems and laws in place here, and and I guess you're saying that you know the the old social media and national media and all that has kind of taken that out of uh, out of play at this point, right? You you think there's a, a better way to have done it, but hey, it is 2015.
2: Well, like I said, you know, reading the reports, you know, and it, apparently now everything is coming out that the reason it was done was because of a, a, an apparent racial swear by the official. And again, if it was that it did happen, my opinion is you take it to the Texas Interscholastic Athletic Association and let them deal with the situation, get all the witnesses together. And, you know, I mean, if the official did do it, I think he should be banned from any events for life. Mm-hmm. But if it didn't happen, and this was a situation where, you know, he said, she said, you know, you try to get all the facts and you go to it just like you would in the court of law. Mm-hmm. But when you take it to the degree where the kids did it and they actually assaulted him for something that may or may not have been said, uh, that's that's where the problem comes in, is that they took it upon themselves to be the judge, jury, and basically almost an executioner, if you want to say that mm-hmm. word, in this situation. And that was the wrong wrong way to handle it.
0: Yep, I think... You know, uh, we'll Robert Jammel's li- it, it, there's, there's again, there's laws in place for a reason, and it's just wrong. And well, you know, uh you, you come with a lot of experience. It's, uh, it's Kevin's 50th birthday. We're taping this on Wednesday. Happy birth, birthday, my young man, and uh, glad you could join us and and kind of shed a little bit of light on this from the uh, the, the striped shirt. Because again, I think you know you're very underappreciated. You could not play a high school football game without uh, without the zebras, as they say. So, Kevin, thanks for what you do for uh, athletes out there and doing it for so long. And uh, good to talk to you.
2: Uh, it was great talking to you, too, Jeff, and thanks for the birthday wishes. I uh,
0: appreciate it. Uh, you're very welcome. Taking a break, coming back with more. Heading to Alaska, a young man overcoming some adversity after an ACL operation today by Dr. James Andrews. The story of a uh, father and son, Trey and Drew Gibbs, when we come back. You're listening to High School Football America instant replays on a high school football sideline seriously yes the future is here with echo 1612's instant replay sideline system echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an ipad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today this nfhs approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet Coaches. You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet the list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 16 echo cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at ECHO1612.com. Turf rubber pellets be gone. The debris inhibitor razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus, keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The razor, spelled R A Z U R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's seventy percent nylon and thirty percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large. And for that extra Bigfoot... Extra-Large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor, spelled with a U, at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's Crossover with a K. Crossover intelligence for football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website. And in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five minute demo to see how it can work for your team that's crossover with a k crossover dot com forward slash football High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA list have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger reminding all you dads out there, whenever you sit down and share your love and your passion for the game of football, you do it over a bowl of Frosted Flakes. Well, we're talking about the kids, but uh, in, in this case, our first guests have that love that they share as a son and father. On the line we have uh, from Alaska, because you know we travel the world to find you the best high school football stories. We have uh, Trey Gibbs and his son uh, Drew Gibbs. Uh, Drew plays for uh, Soldatna. He uh, is the uh, reigning uh, medium school MVP, Offensive Player of the Year uh, from the state of Alaska last year. Uh, Soldatna, a great program. They won their third straight medium school championship last year. They've won seven titles overall. They're currently on a 32 game win streak, which is the longest ever in the state of Alaska. And uh, Drew was at the center of it. And uh, they opened the season with a huge game against uh, the big school champs uh, from Anchorage South High School. And uh, in the first quarter, unfortunately, uh, Drew, who's gotten many, many looks from uh, college teams and in, in the lower 48 uh, went down with a torn ACL and uh, it's it's now a time to rehab but we've got a good story here because dad called me up and said you know what Jeff there's some good people out there the college coaches are still interested in spite of the uh, injury and oh by the way we're taping this a week ahead of time because today is when Drew gets surgery on the ACL and we'll talk about that in a second but right now let's welcome in uh, uh, Drew and uh, Trey Gibbs to uh, the show and talk about uh, the the Soldatna program, the injury, the rehab, and what's ahead for uh, for Drew. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey,
3: how's it going? Hey. What? Hey,
0: uh, thanks for having us. Uh, we're absolutely uh, happy to have you guys here, and uh, um, I'm going to start with uh, with Drew first. And uh, I just kind of set the scenario up there for you, and, and you, you injured the the knee back in the middle of the month because uh, Alaska gets started before everybody, so you've had not fully a month to think about it. But uh, can you kind of take us back to that moment? I know you went down earlier in the first quarter, and then you came back, and you went down a second time, and and the second time was the the ACL. Did that actually happened on the first time, and and what went through your mind when that happened, Drew?
4: Yeah, it was the first time I actually think I minorly tore. I was just shedding the block, and I just felt a little pop, and my knee gave out, dropped down, and laid there for a while, got up, stretched out. I had some extra extension, and my team doctor just told me to go out there and give it a try, and just went back out there, actually scored a 65-yard touchdown with it, still a little sore had another play, and then went out, made one cut, and just knee completely gave out, and I felt it pop oh. and tear, and that that was the end of it
0: right there. What's, uh, what goes through your mind at that point, Drew? I I, I can imagine a, a a lot of things, but now that you have it, a little time to kind of diagnose it all, but what went through at that moment?
4: Uh, at that moment, I was just, you you knew it was bad when your knee just gives out, and you hear the pop and tear. It's, all, it's every athlete's and football player's nightmare of a torn ACL and I at that time I was just thinking of all the hard work I'd put in and all the uh, times I'm going to miss with my teammates and just at that time just I was more angry than sad just because I knew it was I knew it wasn't good and that uh this uh, the severity of the injury was going to most likely be season-ending
0: Talking with uh, Drew Gibbs and his father Trey tonight. We're going to bring you in here in a second just to set the scene. Uh, Drew, a, a senior football player, running back for uh, Soldotna High School, the Stars, one of the top programs in the state of Alaska, and uh, Drew was a big part of that. And uh, we're going to talk about that team and, and what you think uh, moving forward because you've been a lot a part of those thirty-two straight victories they've had. But Dad, uh, we just heard what uh, what Drew's thinking. Uh, you're a father, and and we talked a little bit offline, and I get your your love and your passion for your your son uh what goes through your mind at that point
3: well you know i'm sitting up there in the stands with everybody it's um you know i'm just i'm watching when drew went down the first time you know obviously you're you're watching and and then you you look away and suddenly says oh somebody's down on the field oh god it's drew um i look over there you know he's laying there for Couple minutes. The doc goes over there. He's moving his knee pretty good. Drew stands up, and I'm thinking, okay, all right, you know, little tweak, something there. And you know, he uh, <clears throat> he sits out for a play or two, then goes back in, and and like he said, has a a big run. Looks fine. Um, uh, comes back, uh, has another nice run, and at the end of that run, he falls. And you know, I could. You know, Drew doesn't like to go down, and and as I can see him at the ten yard line at the end of the play, long ways off, I I can just feel it. I, I can I can see that something's about to happen, and he does go down, and you know the doctors go over there, and I you know I know now that that something really bad has happened, and so I'm just sitting there. I'm nervous. I'm watching, and I can get. I can judge the severity of it just by watching my son. Mm -hmm. And so when he comes back to the bench, um, the doctor's taken away his helmet. He is, he's angry, and, you know, I I know it's really serious. And so we wait for a few minutes. Uh, He's off there, and then um, somebody sends a message up that, uh, you know, Drew wants his mom down there. And so that's when it really hits that we're in,
0: mm-hmm. we're in
3: real crisis mode. So it was, uh, you know, it was a terrible thing to see, a terrible thing to experience. My thoughts, um, are immediately, you know, uh, concerned, uh, concerned about Drew and, and how he's feeling right now and knowing that it's serious and already thinking about, the next move there's you know what what can i do to help from here so that that's pretty much how that happened and and where we were at and once he called for his mom it was uh
0: it was bad yeah it was it was time to start thinking about uh, what's next we're talking with uh, Trey Gibbs and his son drew tonight uh, Sol High School in Alaska as uh, longtime listeners of this show over the past five years know we'll go anywhere for a story and I was uh, you know very impressed Trey uh, reached out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago to tell the story and uh, you know as, as we know Alaska is, is one of the smallest states uh, with Vermont as far as number of teams and a lot of kids from up there we know about the basketball players coming down south but drew getting some looks from some colleges and drew let's bring you back in here um you you did have some offers and uh i, I got to imagine some of that's going through your head too but I, I understand that pretty quickly uh the coaches that had been recruiting you reached out to you or i maybe you and, and dad reached out to them but tell tell that story a little bit what 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 happened uh, the next day as you're sitting there going oh gee does this affect my college career
4: well the that night after my injury, my dad emailed the few schools or the handful of schools that we visited and uh that just that next day all day and night I was thinking about oh i'm I'm done I'm not getting any offers and uh funny story the doctor he the doctor who died or gave me the bad news about my knee he was telling me that uh he had the similar thing happen he was playing baseball broke his hand and He let me know that – he he just put a bad vibe on me. He said, oh, you'll have a chance to walk on somewhere. Hopefully you'll be okay, but you'll have a chance to walk on somewhere. And right there, that just hit me hard, and I thought I wasn't going to have any scholarships. And then I get a phone call the next day. I'm hanging out at his buddy's house just trying to get my mind off everything. And uh, I get a phone call from my dad telling me that Northern State and Aberdeen, South Dakota is still holding their offer. And that just – that just hit me hard because I, I spent a few days with the coaching staff and just uh, it helped a lot knowing just the character of that school and how they approach these things, and it felt really good. and Also, uh, and probably five, six days later, we were really waiting on another school, uh, Colorado State Playable, the D2 national champs. I thought uh, – I honestly thought they were just going to throw me to the side and just be done because mm-hmm. of the – high level of play that they have and just the competition they have every year and uh, I get a call five six days later that Colorado State Pueblo is holding their offer as well and then just probably 20 minutes after that I get another text from College of Idaho saying they just sent my offer in the mail so just having three schools just step up to the plate just days after your injuries just makes you feel good about yourself and Make, feel makes you feel good and just all that hard work you put in for the last four years to get there, you still, you still have hope. And it just gives you that, that feeling that you got to keep going. And yeah, this sucks. And I can't, I'm done for my high school season, but I still have something to work for and look forward to. And it just, I just started feeling a lot better about myself, scheduled all my physical therapy appointments before surgery, make sure I have all my mobility, swelling down, So that going into surgery, I'm already at the top of my game and can just even rehab even quicker.
0: Well, that's uh, quite a story, and uh, and and Dad, you kind of explained that to me when we talked before, and that that was probably a fifteen minute uh, soundbite from you when we talked that first time, Trey. But you know, we're going to have to shorten <laughs> it down a little bit. But but basically, if I can summarize, and, and folks, I'm Trey, and I joked offline. Uh, he he can he can spin a yarn, maybe more so than me, uh, without a breath. But uh, but um, you you said it kind of renewed your your faith in human nature when when the the schools that have been recruiting your son drew was uh, they they were holding to their word uh kind of kind of summarize there in 15 minutes or less <laughs> uh, how, how you how I'll you wax- feel about that
3: <laughs> as you said I'll I'll wax over it eloquently that was funny <laughs> um I'll tell you it was incredible and yeah. <clears throat> we spent a lot of time this summer you know we went on a 3000 mile road trip you know uh starting in Fargo ending up back in Fargo and we visited some schools that we had really looked into and um drew had spent some time with him they got to know him and you know after the injury i just um i wanted to be able to shoot straight with drew and i wanted to be able to tell him how it was going to be and so that's why i immediately emailed those schools they immediately got back like i said um i was you know i was uh i was humbled few tears, you know, I could barely speak when I told my wife that that, that Northern had just come back and said, not only did they say, hey, we're, you know, they didn't say we're going to, you know, meet this obligation. They said, we want Drew, he's our guy. Mm -hmm. These things happen, and we want him on our team. This affects nothing. Get him healthy, and we look forward to seeing you on your visit. And CSU Pueblo was the same way um you know coach hunter hughes called us coach wriston had called drew and you know they came through and uh you know the the due diligence that we took to look hard at, at, at schools that that uh that we thought had character when we were looking at them uh really paid off in the end and it was quite the humbling experience and uh was a shot in the arm that the family needed and uh, we're just we're just blessed
0: and we're thankful and and, and wow you really cut that one down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's what you call a sound bite there, Trey. Very nice job. Trey Gibbs on the line tonight, along with his son, Drew Soldatness, the stars up in Alaska. Uh, you can tell why, uh, so many people tune into this radio show. We'll, we'll find the stories for you. And this is a great story of a father and son. And before we get back to Drew, Trey, uh, maybe the next part of the story. And again, folks, if you're just tuning in, we're taping this a week before, uh, uh Drew undergoes surgery, uh, to have his ACL, uh, repaired. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to steal your thunder here, but uh, you're, you're getting a pretty darn good surgeon taking care of his knee. Why don't you tell who it is and and how you came upon this gentleman to fix your son's knee?
3: Okay, so it's you know it's the day after the injury. I've emailed the coaches. I'm in you know dad mode now. We've got to to you know look at surgery, and not that there aren't a lot of great surgeons in Alaska. I'm sure that there, there are, but. I'm looking through the internet, and I'm looking at all these professional athletes, and this name keeps popping up, uh, Doctor, you know James Andrews, and uh, I, you know, I'm looking at him, and sure enough, you know the Doctor of the Stars, and uh, which that that's that's fitting, so that the Stars Doctor of the Stars anyway. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, I see at the bottom of one of these things there's a phone number, so you know what, I put it in my contacts and just say, you know what, what the heck, I'll give him a call on Monday. And um like I've, I I try to teach Drew, you know, if, if, you, if you want something, you ask for it. Give it a shot. You can't be any worse off than you were to begin with. So I call him up Monday morning. Said, "Here's the situation. You know, I've got I, I've got a son here. He's hurting. We're looking for the best surgeon that, that possible." I'm talking to a receptionist. I said, "Is it even possible for my son to?" Have a shot or even Mm -hmm. get an appointment with this, you know, world acclaimed orthoscopic surgeon. She said, I'll tell you what. She said, Do you have the MRI results? I said, Yep, we got them on Saturday. She said, Fax them over to me with a little letter, you know, also kind of, you know, talking about Drew. She said, I will have him look at it this afternoon. And if he decides to take it, we'll get back with you tomorrow. So I fact, I you know get it off within an hour the next day they call me up and drew is scheduled for surgery with dr james andrews the best <laughs> orthoscopic surgeon in the world who would have who would have thought but yeah. that's what i you know
0: it's wild it's a great true i got to bring you in here obviously you, you you're a football fan too you've probably heard the the list of people he hasn't operated on is probably shorter than all the great players that he has operated on dr james andrews uh, operating on you what what goes through your mind
4: Um, It's just crazy to even think about. Like, I was just scrolling through the NFL website and just all the guys who tore their ACL just every time it's Dr. James Andrews who'd done it and then even talking with a couple friends' dads who've been in his office saying just being in there is crazy. Like, someone said they saw Bo Jackson and just a bunch of – they had three star athletes right next to him in the waiting room and just being there will probably be an amazing experience seeing (laughs) all the pictures and photos of the players he's worked with and just it's humbling and it's just I'm so thankful to be able to have just the number one doctor being able to do my knee and feeling good about it because you just never know with these doctors if they're gonna how how they operate and just he's had a lot of success and it's been a great doctor, and I'm excited to be able to work with him.
0: Yeah, it's it's an amazing story. Uh, Drew Gibbs, uh, senior at uh, Soldotna High School in Alaska, uh, out for the season with an ACL, going through surgery. Dad Trey on the line here, and and uh, I think I may have told Trey this. My uh, my girlfriend and co-host here at High School Football America has known Doctor James Andrews for a while. The funny story: he operated on her uh, her father and her brother. But uh, she used to call him, and still does to this day, Jimmy. And I, I, I joke, oh. I'm like, I, I, Dr. Jimmy Andrews doesn't sound right. But <laughs> when you know somebody as well as she does, I guess is a good story. So I think you're in good hands. Hey, guys, let's, uh, sure. let's before we wrap up here, talk a little bit about uh, the program at Soldotna. I know, Drew, you've been a big part of 32 straight wins, which is a state record. Three straight state titles. Uh, tell me a little bit about this high school football program and and how good it is, because you know obviously most of the people listening don't know about Alaska football. So let's be—you're uh, going to be the uh, sort of the chamber of commerce, I guess, for Alaska football and Soldotna.
4: Um. So our head coach is Galen Brantley, and I honestly think we have the best coaching staff in the state. And just it's it's all about the players. We every year we know we're going to be competitive just because of our, our coaching staff and how hard they work. And we're just a tough football team. Every get uh, coach Brantley. He's it's we win. So my freshman year, we just got done with the state game and we beat the team by 40. And the next day he's already got, uh, he's already getting ready for the next year. He's already over the win. He's not even talking about it. We're just getting ready for next season, getting after it in the weight room. And then, our schedules come out in usually January, and he will have the, that team's entire season broken down by February, and just have all the film ready for the first handful of games ready to go, and just, it's all the the players, the work ethic, how, how good we do in the offseason, how hard we work is usually how our season is as well. And just, we probably have maybe 40 kids on our varsity team each and every year, and We're not the biggest, we're not the fastest, we're not the strongest, but we play as a team, we run a power tee offense, and uh, just we fake for each other, run for each other. We've just had, the success is really just playing for each other and not being selfish. We've had years with two 1,000-yard rushers and another guy with 900 yards, and just we're not selfish, we all all play for each other, and uh, just Coach Brantley has helped a lot, and then even Coach Andy Lowry and uh, Coach Zach Watkins from Washington University every year at our team camp. Ever since I've been a freshman, they've been coming up to the camp and working with us, and just uh, helps with having a college coach with some insight mm-hmm. and help your defense out. And then Coach Lowry runs a similar offense down at Columbine High School, and uh, he really helps us out too. Every year he's with us for a week, and then just um, just the coaching staff and. Playing for him. It's great. And uh, yeah,
0: that's about it. Just. No, you did a good job. You did a very good job. Drew Gibbs on the line, a senior at Soldatna. Unfortunately, the season is over. As we speak this day, he uh, had surgery on his knee. Uh, Dr. James Andrews performing it. We're taping this a week ahead of time before. Uh, he and the family go, uh, Dad Trey on the line as well, and uh, we're going to just keep with uh, Drew here for a, a couple more seconds, Dad. But uh, uh, first three wins of the season against big school teams, including uh, what was built, I guess, the the opener when you got hurt against South, the the reigning big school champs uh, playing the middle school champs, uh, the medium school champs, I should say, in Soldatna, That was the game of the century. So, uh, h- how proud are you of the of the teammates, and uh, what what's your role now as, as you? You got to kind of turn in from uh, you know star running back to to cheerleader, I guess.
4: Yeah, it's been, um, I was extremely proud of the guys. Just the first half after I went down, I was depressed and sad, and then you could just see how our players were reacting. We were up twenty-one-seven in that game when I came out, and uh, they started they fell apart a little in the second and the third quarter. And I knew I had to start getting them hyped and getting them ready to go. So I just just being there and supporting them really helped. I saw, and they held them off ended up winning twenty-one seventeen. And just to watch them grow each and every week, the first day of practice without me being in there was honestly, it was rough. And it was hard to watch uh, the guys because I know how hard they've worked and uh, just all of them are feeling for me as well. You can just see it in their eyes, how sad they were and upset. And it wasn't, it wasn't just hurting me. It was hurting the whole team because, I've been playing with these guys since I was eight years old and spent every day of the summer together and just all year working out together. And it's just tough for everybody. and Just seeing them grow each and every week. The second week, our offense put up 45 points. And then this last week, man, they put up 72 points and less than four quarters of play. And just it's really good to see our team grow and grow. And uh, my role now is I'm actually – not just a cheerleader. I'm actually <laughs>
2: help.
4: I'm help coach, and I, uh, I, I'm working with the guys who are replacing me. We have a sophomore middle linebacker who's in, and I work with him for two, three hours every day on his keys and nice. what to do. And then uh, another senior running back has stepped up, and I'm working with him during our off hours in class, uh, during lunchtime, and then uh, during the week, uh, I'm breaking down film with the coaches. I have my own coaching pro- profile on our huddle and I'm breaking down film with them spending 4 or 5 hours every week on that and then just uh I guess I could be a little bit of a cheerleader, just help well, cheer on the guys and <laughs> yeah, you're, going. But
0: yeah, I think this way might be a little bit better. I didn't mean to put pom poms in your hand, or infer that I was <laughs> doing that, true. I wasn't doing that. Drew Gibbs on the line tonight, and we're going to wrap up here with uh, with Dad. Drew gave you know his inside look at the the program. Uh, why don't we uh, go away, Trey, with you talking about uh, from a community standpoint as a parent in the community, and and what this football team means to the community and to the school, and how the parents bond around this because. You know, there's no school, whether it's in Texas or Florida or up in Alaska, that doesn't have a huge impact on the fabric of a community. Give us a little snapshot of uh, what it means from the outside.
3: I'll tell you, we are very, very fortunate. We have some incredible businesses in the community that give and give and give to help this team to continue to be successful from a financial standpoint. We're a small community community. Uh, most of us, most of these kids have grown up together. We go to church together. We go to barbecues together. Um, you know, when Drew finished eighth grade and was getting ready to become a freshman, you know, Coach Brantley came over and, and, and talked with us and said, hey, you know what, we want to, we want to bring you in, get you in. And, uh, you know, they brought him into the family uh, real quick and, uh, you know, um, Coach Brantley was uh, Drew's sponsor for his, for his you know first communion and through all of that. And so it's hard to describe how important these people are, um, you know, uh, from a football standpoint, but more importantly, uh, the personal outreach that we've gotten from the families, uh, our friends. And it's, you know, it's been incredible. These are much more than teammates and families of teammates. This is our family. This is our community. We've been together for a long time and we will continue to be in the future. And so we're looking forward to that.
0: Well, I thank both of you for joining us on the show tonight. It's a, it's a great story. Drew, we wish you nothing but success with the, the surgery and the, uh, the rehab and your, your college football career. That's a wonderful thing. And, Dad, it's great to you know see uh, you working so hard for your son. You're proud of him, and that's coming through in this interview. And uh, we just wish both of you, uh, and, and Mom, too, don't want to forget her uh, continued uh, success as you go through this, uh, this journey here, and I'm sure everything's going to work out fine. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Taking a break, coming back with more. You're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's instant replay sideline system. Echo's cutting edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current, booth, and end zone cameras plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or Internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at echo1612.com. turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70 percent nylon and 30 percent spandex making it extra lightweight and very durable and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly It's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large. And for that extra big foot... Extra Large, founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi all-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the debris inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. Listen up, football coaches. You need to check out a new scouting film solution called Crossover. That's crossover with a K. Crossover intelligence for football gives you the edge you need to defeat your opponents. They not only break down and analyze scouting games for you, but they give you interactive tendency reports to diagnose your opponent's strengths and weaknesses. Crossover is your personal advanced scout, accessible from any mobile device or PC, and even integrates with your existing film platform like Huddle. Just transfer your scouting film from your existing video exchange service to the Crossover website. And in as little as 12 hours, your film will be completely indexed and tagged. Each play will become its own clip, allowing you to search the footage for anything you'd like. Their interactive down and distance reports will let you visualize your opponent's play calls in every situation or formation. Crossover Intelligence will give you the scouting edge you need to defeat your opponents. Go to crossover.com forward slash football to sign up for a quick five-minute demo to see how it can work for your team. That's crossover with a K crossover.com forward slash football. High school sports fans, check out USA Today High School Sports, America's leading platform for high school football. The Super 25 team rankings and expert American Family Insurance All-USA lists have been determining the best of the best nationally and locally for more than three decades. Be sure to check out USA Today, HSS.com, the best in the game for everything high school football. Welcome back to High School Football America as we wrap things up here for tonight's show. Again, 9-11 tomorrow. Check out the story on the turnaround. Jason Strunk, the head coach at Lubbock High School. Those uniforms that they will wear tomorrow night made by Under Armour. Super cool. Great way to pay tribute to the men and women that lost their lives uh, in 9-11 and those that continue to have to fight for our freedom, given all the uh, terrorism that's going on around the world. So uh, check that out at The Turnaround, written by Jason Strunk at HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Games are well underway. Check out the searchable and uh, live scoreboards at uh, HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, powered by ScoreStream. You can score along with the games that you're at this weekend by getting the app. Go to ScoreStream.com. also want to thank our partners at Echo 1612. Get instant replay coaches on your sideline, on your iPad, eight seconds after the play ends. These guys created this. Everybody that's trying to do it, and there are imitators out there, They're doing just that. They're imitating it. Echo1612.com. They will get it done for you without a data plan, cellular connection, or Wi-Fi. They even took it to the middle of the desert and it worked. This is a cool, cool system. Also, the good folks at uh, Southern Sport, the TDI Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes. Go to HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com and you can check out our video that shows you how it works. All kinds of Field pellets not getting into your shoes. You can get a discount by using the code HSFA on your order at TDIRazor.com. Razor with a U, TDIRazor, razu com. And also brought to you tonight by Crossover with a K, Crossover.com. Coaches, you spend way too much time breaking down game film, whether it's yours or your opponent's, your upcoming opponent, whatever it may be. They do it for you in a great, clean, concise way. I told you a couple of weeks ago when I was in Miami at the uh, Miami Dolphins, Southern uh, Miami High School Football Media Day. I'm sorry, South Florida High School Football Media Day put on by the Dolphins. Uh, We spoke to, I don't know, over 50 coaches. All of them loved it. Uh, they know that it's a big time savings, which indeed saves you money because you're not sitting there working. And uh, Jason Strunk, again, to go back to Strunky, he wrote about it, did a review on crossover on highschoolfootballamerica.com. He thinks it's going to save him $10,000 a year because his coaches will be able to do other things. What are the other things? Coach. Isn't that what coaches are supposed to do? They're not supposed to be game film people. You know, you've got that at the NFL and college level. High school, you've got better things to do. Check them out. Crossover with a K. Get a free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. Before we go away here, uh, one game tonight. Check it out on the scoreboard, the top 25 scoreboard. It's South Panola, number 14 in the nation, uh, taking on Madison Central. And a couple of big games within the top 25 this week. Again, uh, for those of you that are not familiar, we put out our first in-season top 25 on Sunday. We wait until all the games states get underway and then every sunday at uh, three eastern noon pacific we release our new poll we're out before anybody else so uh check us out every sunday Uh, we are also uh, now using the algorithm for our southern california top 25 and we just instituted a couple of weeks ago our first ever all-state california rankings and we're going to expand it to the region that should be coming out over the next couple of weeks so uh Stay tuned for that. I told you about the big game in Southern California. We want to thank Matt Logan for coming on the show. Corona Centennial number 3 on our High School Football America Top 25 taking on Orange Lutheran tomorrow night. I'll be at that game. Check out highlights over the weekend at highschoolfootballamerica.com. One of the big games you should keep your eye on uh, in uh, in Ohio coming up on uh, Friday. Uh, number 10, LaSalle, the Lancers, the Division II champs last year. They will take on Coleraine just outside of the top 25 at number 26. We do do the other 25 that you can also see through at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Those are the teams from 26 through 50. And uh, the, the the big game, uh, the only top 25 battle, meaning uh, top 25 teams going Head-to-head, that's going to actually occur in New Jersey on Saturday. Uh, St. Edward, the Eagles from Ohio, taking on St. Joseph Montvale, uh, coming off their big win over uh, Don Bosco Prep. St. Joseph is number 20 in the nation in the latest high school football America, top 25. A couple of other uh, games that are very, very big in Florida. Number 18, IMG Academy, taking on Coco. Uh, Coco not ranked in our poll, but they are ranked in the USA Today Super 25 and another big one in New Jersey. It's an interstate battle. Bergen Catholic, which breaks into uh, our poll at number 24 this week, taking on St. Peter's Prep. They are in the other 25, a win by St. Peter's coming off back-to-back state titles there, sectional titles basically. Uh, may move into the top 25 bergen catholic can solidify itself and move its way up so we we want to thank matt logan head coach at corona centennial for joining us on the show kevin labar a good friend back in pennsylvania talking about the incident in texas there uh, still waiting for word. I'm, I'm assuming uh, when we talked to the police department in Marble Falls on Tuesday, they said they hope to have something wrapped up by the end of the week on what is going to happen. Still haven't heard there. Also want to thank Trey and Drew Gibbs. Um, surgery completed there. Dr. James Andrews doing it. Please check out our blog. We'll have an update for you here uh, in moments at highschoolfootballamerica.com as Trey and Drew go through this journey together father and son i I know there's other father and sons that do this but it's a it's a really great journey you can feel the love between these two as a dad and 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 son have teamed up here to uh live out drew's dream of trying to play college football and it looks like that is going to happen all right so i'm going to thank scott z back in ohio for keeping the show running ever so smoothly for now This is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports from Southern California. You've been listening to High School Football America on the Artist First Radio Network.